What is this foolishness? How many dreams can you shape in a minute, an hour? The kind of clean you like best. Lost three of my teeth, too. All right, so you lost. Next time you win. Steamy, hot, hearty, delicious, invigorating. Why? Because we have the one and only cast crew in the house tonight. And in fact, look to my left right here. Brian Carpenter, look to my left right here. Who do we got? Who do we got DJing live on the show? It's cast crew. Cast crew, unbelievable. This is a first. This What's is going a first on? for Ike Hey, how's everybody doing? I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. This is a very, very amazing thing that's going to happen tonight. Uh, let me let me start and, and let me introduce the room. Guys, turn it down just a hair. We're going to introduce the room. And uh, to my right, the one and only, uh, the backbone, my backbone of the show, and he's he's looking very sophisticated tonight. Pete Klusik, everybody. How you doing tonight, Pete? I, I'm doing good. Good I, to see you. I figured I'd wear my uh, my best hip hop gear. I see that. <laughs> I see that. Uh, can we get I all the time when Becky's doing uh, doing IMs in the back? We always ask her who's she wearing. So who are you wearing tonight? Who's the designer? I don't know. Oh, okay. You always, I got. I'm wearing buffalo jeans. Okay, buffalo I, jeans. Yeah, I got. I got buffalo on. Tonight. I thought they were going to be Lees like from back <laughs> in the day. The Lees. You know what I'm saying? That that have been that have been appropriate for tonight, I think. Okay. Pete, uh, yeah, Pete's wearing the only shirt that the the only mannequin that Walmart has. He bought it off that. Right. <laughs> he walked in Walmart. He saw the mannequin. He's like, I gotta have yeah. it. Gotta Did you do that? You gotta shop the mannequin. <laughs> All men listening out there, it's Christmas time. You want to buy something for your wife? Buy the stuff on the mannequin. Right. Because <laughs> whoever's putting the mannequin together should know what they're doing. That's right. They should know what they're doing. That's right. They should. Uh, let me continue the introduction. And in the back of the room, you know how important that place is back there. Very important. And it gets hot and stuffy back there because there's there's no circulation. Uh, <laughs> we've got uh, Brian the Carpenter, our own producer. How you doing tonight, Brian? Outstanding. Good to see you. Yes, sir. You're looking more loose during loose? the show. Yeah. Let me call you to the plate, though, because Uh-oh. I talked to you earlier in the week, uh, yeah, yeah. and you weren't so loose because you had a bad dream. I did. Do you want to tell everybody about the dream <laughs> that you had? It, it was similar to what this room looks like right now. Right. And it was mayhem. Yes. Nobody's paying attention. Yeah. You're in the other room talking to people, not listening to me. As usual. I can't find the <laughs> buttons anywhere to shut the microphones off. We're broadcasting live. I'm freaking out. <laughs> Where the hell's the buttons? I'm like, whoosh, through everything. Dude, that's an amazing dream. Yes. That's and it's going to be a reoccurring dream. You know, like how you have like the dreams yeah, where, like yeah. you're naked in school and you're like, oh shit, I don't have clothes on. That's your dream. That's yeah, going to be yeah. your reoccurring dream. It was. That happens all the time. Uh, sitting next to Brian Carpenter, our very own Dave Brozick in the house tonight. How are you, Dave? All right, all right, man. Good to go. Good. Do you notice I left off all the derogatory AKAs tonight? Yeah, no, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. High energy in this place tonight, man. The it cast crew is bringing it. Oh, this is high energy. Yeah, this this is amazing. It's a good feel. It, it actually, uh, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I feel so happy tonight because especially with the music, I felt like some of the clubs I used to go to back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really brought me back. And and for, for those of you that are watching that grew up in the Philadelphia area, I'm going to name some for you. Sparkles, Ashante, Omar's, Cadiddle Hoppers. Come on, yeah, Dave. Yeah, back yeah, me yeah. up on these. Yeah. You remember these I old know. places? I, you just named all the ones I would. Egypt. Egypt. Club <laughs> Egypt. Man, all Ma- the clubs Maui. back in the day. Okay. Uh, and this is a good time to remind you, you know, we had a, a very old prehistoric... I am service to get in touch with us. 
And tonight's show, we are introducing the brand new way to communicate with us on Ike Live, and that's directly through Twitter. So go to your Twitter feed, and Brian Carpenter, correct me if I'm wrong, they could hit us up on at Ike Live Show. That's correct, yep. And your your information, your message, your questions will pop up directly on Ike Live. So hit us up on Twitter tonight, at Ike Live Show, and if you hashtag Ike Live... It'll come up on our feed. So looking forward to trying the new service out tonight. Hey, if you don't have Twitter, pick your game up. Yeah, if you don't have Twitter, pick your game up. I mean, come on. Come on. You know, if you only got Facebook, you know, Facebook has dust yeah, on it, grow right? Up. Grow uh, up. Yeah, and Instagram is for a bunch of 12-year-olds, so you got to fall in the middle, <laughs> which is Twitter. Uh, let's do this, and before we get into this show, we always want to spend a, uh, send a special shout-out to the military. Thank you, guys, men and women. Thank you, guys, for what you do, active and veterans. Uh, man, it's a crazy world. Pete, it's like every other day, crazy shit going on. You turn on turn on the news, terrorist shit going going all over the place. Amazing to have have these men and women supporting us. It it's absolutely amazing, and we have a big anniversary coming up. And we, I remember we did this show about the same time last time was Pearl Harbor. Yes, uh, happened uh, on December seventh. Uh, I believe was the date. They they were actually broadcasting. The NFL was broadcasting from Pearl Harbor today. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they had some uh, some people that had actually uh, survived that that attack, talking about that attack and how it how it brought the country together, uh, like 9/11 did, and and some of these other things that are happening to us now. And I, I really hope that that's the result, and it always has been for us as Americans. That you know, kind of it, it brings us together as a country, and yeah. uh, and you know that I guess that's a positive thing to talk about when something really bad like that happens. But yeah. I want to thank the military. I want to thank the police for being there to help us yes. in these times, and um, and thank you very much. Yep, EMT, firemen, thank you guys for what you do. Uh, speaking of the military, you know, last show, if you missed it, phenomenal. Uh, Dave, Brian DeCarpenter, Pete, great show last show. Uh, we had two amazing military guys on, one veteran, one active, uh, Rudy Lindsay, Mark McCallan. Uh, Captain Jack, thank you guys for what you do. I mean, it, Dave, that show was emotional show for me to have these guys sitting on the couch talking about what they do. Yeah, no doubt, man. And afterwards, like, I tried to hang out with them. Like, I'm like, yeah, let's go to a diner, get something to eat. Well, Vineland, New Jersey rolls up their, their buildings at 10 o'clock at night and shuts everything down. <laughs> so we go out to get something to eat, and it's over by their hotel room, and the place is closed. And they're looking like, all right. I'm like, well, yeah, I'll, I'll come up in the room and hang out with you guys. You know, Like, I just couldn't stop picking their brain, man. Yeah. Like, their stories were just amazing. It, I it, just... Was, it was amazing. It was amazing to have them on the show. It was amazing to hear the stories at the bar. Are after the show. Oh, God, yeah. S- some amazing stuff. I'll tell you, the thing that struck me, you know, and these guys, you got to think, these guys gave the story of, I mean, they're in shootouts constantly, you know, risking their lives for our freedom daily. And they're the most ordinary, down earth dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you would out. never know that these guys are Green Beret, special ops guys. They're just regular dudes. And they're fish heads, which was amazing. You know, that, that blew me away. Because I think a lot of people think about a special ops guy and they think holy shit that guy must be weird or he's like he must be so high strung like you know but dude they were they were as regular as you can get they, they were awesome you know and i fished with them that day you did and uh yeah regular guys and uh they they you could tell they're good at handling stress and and just managing that kind of stuff because we weren't catching them very good that that day <laughs> but they they're just they're so purely optimistic like every fisherman should be but like they definitely are, you know, and and if the, the the way that they would comment to me is like, look, Pete, we're not getting shot at right now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we can go we can go an hour or two without a bite. You know, it, you know, we're not getting shot. Bom- positive. Yeah, I'm not constantly. getting blown off the top of a building, and uh, you it know, it puts stuff into perspective yeah. when you go through that stuff. Yeah, without a doubt, and, they, and and be able to keep it together. I mean, I I talking to I can't imagine what it what it's like getting into a gunfight and like being overwhelmed. And and you just have to continue. You just have yeah. to persevere. Yeah. In in knowing what you're going to face, knowing what you have to do tomorrow. Yeah. You know, it, it's uh, yeah. It's those guys are amazing, and it was great. And uh, you know, I appreciate uh, the time we spent together. Those guys were awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. It was an awesome show. We appreciate you guys. And and a show before that, I want to remind you that we had Jim and Dan Miller, the Miller brothers, who are UFC guys. That was an amazing show too. And I'm going to remind you for your UFC fans out there. Uh, uh, Jim's fight's coming up. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. It's coming up. It's Thursday, December 10th. 
You can watch Jim on UFC Fight Pass. Uh, so please check them out. We're all going to be watching. Yep. We're going to go. Brian, how are we going to watch that show? Somehow. We're going to crash at your house and watch yeah, it? Or? Yeah, I get Fight Pass. Yep. Okay. So you're, you'll have us all over to watch that. Yeah, and here's the, uh, okay. the beer mug. There Woo. it goes. Yeah. And, and thank you, Jim and Dan, for sending all this stuff. Absolutely. The, the guys yeah. sent mugs. They sent T-shirts for their gym. So thank you guys for doing that. It was awesome. Uh, and let me remind you, if you miss those two amazing shows, you can get them anytime. Anytime you want. You can download them at MikeIconelli.com. You can get it on. Uh, you can get it on iTunes. You could get it on Stitcher. You could also go to Carbon TV and get it. Uh, and you could do it whenever, whatever you're doing, right? If you're at work, if you're driving to a tournament, right? Yep. If you're at home masturbating, <laughs> I mean, whenever, right? I mean, whenever you want to listen to it, uh, I, you can listen to it for free. I, th- I think they would select different content for that. Okay. Speaking of masturbation, <laughs> yes. Um, if you want the conversation, your comment to show up on the sidebar, yeah, has to be hashtag Ike Live. Okay, good point. So, uh, what if you want your comment to show up? If you want it publicly viewed to the millions of people that are watching right now live, uh, hashtag it Ike Live, and it will show up. So, I wonder if the real <laughs> Dave Lefevre will hashtag us tonight. Any any. Uh, Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> he was on, he was on uh, Mark Jeffries' yeah. show the other day. He, wow. he he high roaded. He took the high road. Yes. He did. Yeah. Okay. What did he say? I'm they, curious. They tried to bait him in. Uh, uh, Pangrax said, uh, <clears throat> three anglers. What three anglers would you most like to beat in the upcoming season?" Yeah. And Dave says, "Man, I told you don't go there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he wouldn't touch it. That's awesome. Bass Talk Live. Bass Talk Live. Bass Talk Live. Bass shout talk out to Mark Jeffries in the house tonight. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, speaking of shout outs, big shout out to uh, the sponsors that bring you Ike Live week in and week out. Uh, shout out to Liquid Mayhem, one of the most unbelievable scents in the world. Uh, we're going to be talking about that a little later in the show. Also, shout out to Xmark. Pete, I don't know if you knew this, but Xmark makes the world's most amazing lawnmowers. Did is, you know that? Is that true? It's very true. And, you know, I, I did know that. You did know that. And if you want your lawn cut quick and beautifully, and you want to take your weekends back, take possession of your weekends, you got to use an S marking. You know what I mean? You can't be push mowing your lawn anymore. I, do you have a trailer for yours? Maybe I could come over and borrow yours. You can. You could borrow mine anytime you want. It's a really good one. Uh, let's get on to the beer of the night. I know a lot of people always like to start the show with the beer of the night. And tonight we're going to be drinking a very fabulous brew. Yards Brewery, and we've got the extra special ale tonight. It's going to be a great beer. Speaking of Yards, uh, we went over to the brewery. Uh, Brian the Carpenter and I went over to the brewery over the weekend mm-hmm. and met the guys at, at Yards. And uh, amazing facility. It's right here in New Jersey. Right here in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia? Right on the waterfront. Uh, what an operation. Brian the Carpenter, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Did that blow you away? It was amazing. To see that? Yeah. I, I mean, that... that that was amazing, dude. That was so cool. I was only, the only thing I was sad about was Dave didn't get to enjoy it because I know I know how much this kind of stuff means to that yeah. guy. But it was it was wild, dude. It it, it was pretty awesome. The, 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 the size of that uh, operation, it was just pretty pretty intense. It's crazy. Why well, I tell you, as a beer lover, to see yeah. that whole process. Yeah. Was was crazy. It, it was phenomenal. It's delicious. Uh, shout out to Yards. Thank you guys for meeting with us over the weekend. It was awesome. Uh, Pete, I want to bring it to you real quick because we're making all these amazing announcements. Uh, I'd like to kick you over to talk about some of the stuff we have going on. Uh, what do we got? Some some announcements, BU announcements, some signed stocking stuffers. What what, what is this note? Y- yeah, logo here? Bass University is is going through our. Uh, Christmas promotion right now, which uh, which is a great promotion we have right now. Our stocking stuffer promotion for uh, for people that are purchasing tickets to ba- actual Bash University classes yeah. or subscribing to Bash University TV. We've got autograph holiday cards. That's cool uh, from you and I. Yeah. We have. Um, we're going to give a Rapala bait. You're going to get Liquid Mayhem. You're going to get stuff from Tackle Warehouse. We've got a whole big package. So, you know, if you want to. If you're going to buy a ticket for yourself or subscribe for yourself, you get this great gift. If you want to do it for somebody else as a gift, it's a great gift idea. You subscribe. You get this cool gift to uh, give to the recipient under the tree. People love it this time of year. So so check it out at thebashuniversity.com. Uh, things are smoking. We, they're really going good. Ticket sales are 
are, um, you know, is going as fast as we've ever had them go at the Bass University. We're excited about that. And and, uh, and the schedule's up on the site, right? If, if there's guys out there watching, guys and ladies watching tonight, and they're like, God, I want to go to a class. They don't know where it's at. It's all up on the site. It's all up on the site, and it's it's we're going to be in Columbus. We're going to be in Harrisburg. We're going to be in Massachusetts. We're going to be in Orange, Texas. Uh, we're going to be in Tulsa, Oklahoma again this year. And uh, very, very probable we're going to be up in Toronto, Canada. Ooh. You know, so first time uh, crossing the international line. I, well, we're an international company. It's it's about time. Wow. You know, I like I think it. we have subscribers in Japan. We have subscribers in South America. Wow. In, uh, in various other countries around That's the world. That's amazing. Any in uh, the North Pole? Not yet. Okay, because I'm yet. thinking Santa might be a subscriber. We're going to have a sit-down when he visits, you know, in a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I've got another little note here. want to send, um, uh, you know, and this is a Missile Bates guy. Uh, Andre Frazier, mm. uh, recently uh, he, he passed away. He was actually a BU student and suffering. I have a note here. Uh, Andre uh, had cancer. He passed away. So... Um, you know, actually, at this moment, I like to do this. We don't do this a lot, but I actually want to pour a little bit out for Andre right here on the live carpet. There it goes. That's Andre. Uh, we've got a Middle River uh, update, and and we're going to handle this uh, in a unique way because, um, you know, from from last week, we know the tragedy at Middle River, right? Thousands and thousands, and thousands of fish dead, floating. Uh, we had Scott Sewell on to talk about. You know this, what was going on, and talk about the possibilities of why this was happening, and then the state got involved, and the state did some testing, and and this is interesting. Brian, I want you to jump in on this because we've got some real exclusive information that we're not really going to we're not going to go into it a lot tonight, but take it from here, Brian, because we did talk to someone it at the state. We can't hear you. We did talk to someone at the state. Yep. And where are we at with the Middle River fish kill update? I actually spoke to the uh, biologist, the lead biologist for the uh, Maryland Department of, uh, of the Environment, and yep. um, tried to get him to call on the show tonight. Yeah. Um, to you know, give us give us a scoop and uh, answer some questions. Um, he couldn't call in tonight because tomorrow they're going to uh, release their report. So I figured it didn't make any sense getting into anything with them tonight. Yeah. Tomorrow we're going to get the state's official answer, I believe. On, on the cause of the fish kill, and um, you know, I we'll see we'll see where it goes from there. You know, I, I think there's a lot of people with some questions and uh, maybe some suspicions, and and you know, there might be some conspiracies floating around out there. And, yeah. Um, you know, we're going to see what happens tomorrow, and um, and hopefully, you know, we can find some information out. We'll take it from there. You know? Gotcha, we, gotcha. We so, may be doing a follow up on this real soon. Yeah. So the official release of what they found, the state found. Yeah. It's going to be announced tomorrow. That's what that's what I was told today. Okay. All right. So keep your eyes out. We're going to find, hopefully, have an answer to why all those fish died. Because I think that's the biggest thing right now. It's a question mark. Was it a natural phenomenon, right? Was it algae? Was it salt? Or was it somebody dumping shit in the river and killing the or, fish? Or some combination. Or a combination. And, right. You know, I had a really great conversation with Craig Duran at TTI Environmental. That's that's where I used to work as, yep. as an environmental engineer. And... Um, you know, he's done a lot of research into this type of thing, and he's a fish head just like us. Yeah. And if we talk about this topic a little further, I'd love to get his opinion on, you know, um, uh, the science behind all this stuff. Because some of that some of that stuff that he talks about where, where these fish are getting starved of oxygen is on a microbiological level where these organisms right. are they're, they're actually fighting with each other. And they're, they're creating this negative oxygen environment that has this massive impact. Wow. Uh, and wipes out the fish. It's it's really fascinating. Yeah. Um, you know, to look at it. But you know, this, there's been a lot of fish kills on the Chesapeake. There's been seven or ten of them this year, uh, up and down the Chesapeake, not you know, exclusive to the Middle River. Yeah. So I'm very interested to see what the state has to say, what their findings were yeah. on their study, and um, you know, uh, hopefully, hopefully they have an answer. Uh, yeah. You know, because I know it's going to be inflammatory for if they don't, if you know, we don't have a conclusive thing on why this took place. Hopefully, yeah. we find well, that the out. Well, bo- the bottom line is we want to know the answer. We want to figure out exactly mm-hmm. what did it, whether it was natural or whether somebody's dumping crap in the river. Right. We got to find out so you know we can get on top of it for the next time. Uh, so we'll have an update for that. But 
now that finally, Brian DeCarpenter, am I right? We have all our business taken care of. Am I correct? Have at it, brother. Okay. Finally, let, the me, music flow. Yeah, let me do a formal, <laughs> formal introduction. Uh, you know, we, we have a lot of guests come through on this couch from a lot of different walks of life, a lot of different professions. Um, and I got to tell you, these guys, I'm excited as I've ever been on the show to have these guys in because I like to call them all my friends. Uh, we've got a great connection. We've got a great bond. And I got to hang out with these guys the last two days off, you know, off of the mic here. It was awesome. So once again, joining us from Chicago, the cast crew is in the house tonight. Round of applause. Hey, 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 hey. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? <laughs> cast crew in the house. Now, first things first. Here's what I want to do. I want to go by, and I want you all to introduce yourselves. We're going to start on that side. Name, where you're from, how you doing, everything. We want to hear from you. Dell, Chicago. What's going on? What's up, Gavin? Dell in the house. Johnny, Chicago. How you guys doing? Johnny in the house. My name is Vince. I uh, go by Stizo and uh, Chicago. Stizo in the house. And last but definitely not least, oh. definitely not least, sitting on the end. What's up, world? This is Ray. Stay nice. Keanu. Cast crew in the building. Yeah, What's yeah. good, Jersey? <laughs> Ray in the house tonight. Guys, I got to tell you, I'm stoked to have you here. We've been talking about this. We talked about this for a long time. Uh, and I didn't, know if, us. I didn't know if it was going to happen because Chicago's Chicago's a good a good ways oh. away. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> is that a Someone washing machine? What the heck? <laughs> Becky! Spin cycle. Spin cycle. We've got the washing machine on upstairs. I don't know if you heard the knocking. Business, Mike? Yeah, either that or, you know, I won't even say. Um, we talked about having you guys down, uh, and Chicago seems like a really far ways away. But you guys got into town on Friday night. Yes, we did. We you got, got here Friday, t- took a flight out here. Yeah. Thanks for having us again. Uh, smooth flight. Everything's been cool out here. The weather's been great. Been hanging out, you know, just having a good time with you out here and the rest of the people out here. So. It's awesome. It's great Thanks to have a you. Lot. Yeah, definitely. And you guys brought your family, too, which I think is Im- immensely cool. We did. Yeah. We got the wives, got the kids we with you. We traveled in a pack. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. And we're going to talk about, we're going to break this up. So I'm going to get into what we did here over the last couple of days. I want to talk about that, but not right away. I want to actually, I want to start by talking about. You guys, because I know, you know, a lot of our listeners right now, a lot of people that are watching already know you guys. They're already cast crew members. They follow you. They're wearing the, the apparel and all over the world. But a lot of guys don't. So, you know, the way that I want to start this is talk about yourself a little bit. Like, uh, you know, break, break into it. Break into how this cast crew thing started. How this all start? How this madness start? <laughs> we could take us all the way back to day one. Take us back to day one. We want to hear about it. Well, I... I mean, for me, I didn't start fishing till about 2008. Yeah. And picking up bass fishing was all self-taught. I had no clue. I'm over at I'm at the stores, at the shops, buying these little lures, trying to catch bass, and not knowing anything about equipment. Yeah. And then, as soon as I kind of got to learning how to fish and caught my first bass, Dell was with me. I taught Dell how to fish. <laughs> There's no washing machine again. <laughs> what a killer! <laughs> and then, uh, so I passed. I passed that knowledge on to Dell. Me and him were kind of trying to figure everything out, yeah. watching watching you guys on TV. Even even like throwing throwing a baitcaster. I yeah. had no clue. Yeah. I mean, so I, you got started relatively late. That's yeah. interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very late. You know, and 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 it kind of just went down the line like it was just like a chain reaction from yeah. from all of us and between the four of us uh we kind of just um basically started fishing recording ourselves making uh, our own music videos music out of, videos out yeah out yeah. of our uh, excursions <laughs> that's that's amazing and yeah. and that and so that was and that's interesting right so what what was the mindset when you first started doing that, right? So you, you get started fishing, you start to fall in love with this sport, right? And then all of a sudden, at some point, you said, you know, I'm going to take it to the next level. I'm going to start doing the music videos. Start. What, yeah. what caused you to do that? So we, we basically just took the highlights of our of our outings 
and made it into, like compose them into a music video and all of a sudden people started watching and we're like oh man you know yeah i mean we, <laughs> we didn't realize that a lot of people were gonna actually dig this stuff on youtube yeah and then we're like well it looks like uh, people are watching, so we started making more. Yeah. And that's kind of what encouraged us to, to make more videos. So yeah. the feedback was pretty instantaneous, it's right? Pretty good, Cause, yeah. Because I, I got to tell you, like, before you guys started doing this, there wasn't a lot of that out there, right? You know, like, if, you, if you'd if you go on online, you'd go digitally, you had instructional stuff, like regular old-style instructional stuff, and you had, like, outtakes of normal TV shows. But but you didn't see a lot of what you guys were doing. I mean, you're really, and this is what I love. You were you were doing something that had never been done before, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was something fun for us to watch, and uh, people, uh, other people, got a kick out of it. And they, that's how the cast crew started expanding because they're like, oh man, you guys are having a good, 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 good uh, you know, a great time. Can you teach us how to fish? <laughs> yeah. You know, can we hang out with you guys? Yeah. yeah it was and it was and weird. Just, just having our music backgrounds and DJing and and just you know being in the hip hop culture from growing up we you know watching a lot of music videos that's kind of the vision we cr- wanted to create was yeah. a fishing video but looking just like a music video you would see on yeah. on TV yeah or a mixtape right yeah right and and so you know the thing remind everybody too that when you started all this when you started fishing you're not you're not at Lake Okeechobee. No. You're not at Lake Gunnersville, right? You're not on Lake Fork in, you know, in Texas. You That's guys what, are yeah. fishing and starting this in a very untraditional area. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's uh, the river, the lakefront, um, Humble Park in the city of Chicago, or the surrounding suburbs. Yeah. I mean, there's not too many, like as far as in the city, there's not too many places to catch bass. Right. There's a few spots. Yeah. But, I mean, we go all over the place. Yeah. You know, and that's what it was. It was a bunch of pond hopping and getting to know people. And yeah. That's kind of how the crew started forming. So how how fast did this thing develop? So you know, I'm I'm in the order of it. You know, uh, how fast did this thing start? Because to me, looking at it, and it, like what you're talking about is actually probably right before I met you guys. It, you kind of like lit a fire, and then it seemed like to me it just took off. It took off pretty quick, actually, uh, and that's why we kept doing it and got more motivated because we were trying to give people a different look of it. Yeah. Like, I started fishing in 2011, and that was the first time I ever picked up a rod. So I was like, who fishes? You yeah. Know, living in the city, I'm like, who does that? Yeah. I go out with Dell one time, and uh, I skunked. So, again, I'm here, my thumb, like, all right, I'm wasting my time here. The next day we go out and I catch this 10-inch dink, just a tiny fish, and yeah. I'm like, okay, all right, this seems cool. Yeah. So we had the Bass, uh, Bass Pro, picked up some gear, and then pond hop, pond hop, pond hop. Then the videos came in. Yeah. Then I was like, man, this is pretty cool. You know, people should see it so other people can see that fishing is cool. Yeah. You know, and it keeps you busy, keeps you outside. So we kept running with it. I mean, it was, let's do it, and then... Us four, we you know we worked together. Actually, us three worked together, and then Steezel came. Steezel designer, he came in, started talking about let's make a logo, and then we went through about ten logos. It was like yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, up and down. And then once we put the logo out, it was like eye catching. Everybody was like, what is that? Yeah. You know? And then the very first shirt that we put out, we put anger on the back of it, it backwards. Yep. And that was just to catch people's attention so they can be like. What is that? You know. Yeah. So. By the way, I've worn that shirt to yes, many a thank concert. Yes, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> in fact, I've, I think, I've seen that. I think Dave, our very own Dave Brodzik, stepped on me oh. <laughs> in a, at a mosh pit. Way Machina. to go, Dave. Way to go. He stepped on that shirt. <laughs> I've got a giant footprint on one of my shirts. I can't. I can't wash out of so. it. We got to talk about that. We got to talk about the concert later on. We will talk about the concert. Remind me. Talk about Machine Head that just passed. Uh, you know what's interesting is the Cast Crew logo now has become so iconic. Like, yes. people see that logo, and even if they're not real sure, like, oh, you know, who, who are those guys? What is it? They're like, that's Cast Crew. Yeah. That's an amazing thing, yeah. isn't it? That yeah. you guys have created something that in, in in a relatively short period of time is already an iconic logo. Yeah, it's awesome. We were at uh, fishing this uh, lake in uh, surrounding suburbs, Bussy Lake, and we're out there, and we see this, uh, this boat come by, and uh, he's got the shirt on, and we see him from far. And so I tell one of the guys with him, like, he has a shirt on. 
He's like, no, it ain't. I'm like, dude, it's like the Superman logo. That's our logo. Yeah. We see it. That's ours. Yeah. Sure enough, we went over there. We talked to them, and they were like, oh, it's awesome. We like what you guys are doing. The videos were the first thing that came out. They said, man, they're great. Keep doing it. Yeah. You know, and we kept building and building and building. So, yeah. Pretty awesome. It's amazing. Now, I want to pass it down. I'm going to pass it down. And I I, want to keep talking about, we've heard a couple stories about how these guys got into it. Del, how did you get into it? What was your start? Because, again, you're the same thing. You're not from... You, you didn't grow up in a hotbed of bass fishing. Not at all. So <laughs> Not at all. T- tell me about, I, I want to keep going about, about your introduction to the sport. I'm blaming on Ray. It was Ray's fault. It was Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've known this, the, the funny thing is I've known this guy. We went to school together, uh, Ray and DJ, all that good stuff, mutual family friends. So when he started fishing, um, it's kind of like, okay, well, I'll join you. I think we went camping, right? In Wisconsin somewhere, but we didn't know anything about any type of tackle or anything, so we just dabbled into like little hooks, like what he said, and all that stuff. But like nothing. Um, and then one day, I think a friend of ours, uh, Brian, was uh, he he knows about bass fishing, so we kind of hung out with him a little bit, so kind of like get the general idea. But ever since then, everything else was watching you guys. Right. Like what he said, like bait casting. Like we bought one, we got annoyed because <laughs> we didn't know how to set it up. So yeah, just watching you guys, like techniques and all that stuff, like interesting. Yeah. Try it the other day. Got it. I'm yeah. Like, Great. Check this out. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And ever since then, it was like, all right, we're good. Our first, yeah. our first lesson on bait casting was hitting slow motion and frame by frame watching the hand because for some reason when we were casting we cast just like that yeah the lure hits like two feet in, yeah. in front it's, of me yeah and it splashes and the nest oh yeah and we're and it was frustrating yeah, yeah. so i was like we have to let's look at these pros so we you know we'd watch we'd watch you on tv and just frame by frame like okay watch his hand watch his hand look, I'm like, I'm like, and we're like look did you see did you see he's got it bent like this yeah let's try it yeah so we went yeah. out tried it and sure enough 10 feet 20 feet and it, it just started from there started from there now th- you know th- this is amazing pete because you know th- what i love about this is how untraditional their starts were you know and where they started fishing but it goes beyond that because you know what blows me away is what you guys are doing now and you know so everybody's watching they see the turntables they you know guys are djing but you all have backgrounds that are very interesting too that are non-traditional because we you know you think of an angler a lot of traditional backgrounds and jobs but you guys got some unique gigs going on Stizo, you want to you want to talk about what what you're what you're doing now because this is interesting like my and this, profession yeah and this oh. ties in to all the success of this stuff yeah so um I, I'm a graphic designer by trade. Yep. Um, and that's how we started, you know, doing the uh, shirts and design. And yeah. We were actually making the shirts in my basement with silkscreen in the beginning. Yeah. You know? Um, so I, I work at this company, Klein Tools, and uh, now I'm the video producer there. I, I make commercials for them. Yeah. Yeah. All day. Yeah. In a, in a, <laughs> and locked up in a room. So. Del, what are you doing? What's your background? I work for, man, Comcast. Comcast, okay. Yeah. As a uh, network So can I call you when I'm having problems and yell yeah, at you? I, you can, but I'm not sure if I can do something. <laughs> <laughs> I could try. <laughs> it wouldn't be me anyway. It would be Becky. I give her all the dirty jobs. So, yeah, I'm a network engineer um, yeah. at Comcast. So. Yeah. Now, this is... Telephone stuff. Yeah. Now, Ray, I want, to, I want you to talk about this stuff because... In right before the show started, you guys showed me something, and I'm an old school head with vinyl. Yeah. We got all these turntables out here, and you showed me this pro. You come in here with a, a laptop, <laughs> and and sampling and mixing beats and scratching. What what the hell? So, how did you get into DJing? How did you get into all this stuff right DJing, now? DJing. I started DJing when I was in sixth. I started learning around sixth grade. Yeah. And I DJed my eighth grade dance when i was in high school i would i would i was during high school i was djing other people's proms and uh and their and their school events yeah and i just kind of i just kind of made it a, a little business for myself after after learning the the trade yeah and then yeah, after throughout the years you know i kind of died out working nine to fives and especially 
fishing. I mean, that takes a lot of time too. Yeah. Tournaments and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been it's been something that I grew up on. A lot of my friends were DJing. We were all into the break dancing, uh, graffiti. Yeah. And you know, stuff stuff that we you know that kept us busy. Who who came up with? And I think I already know the answer just because we talked about it earlier. But who came up with this concept of a crew? Because you know, like when you guys were doing it, you were the forerunner, front runners of this. There was one other, one other group out west, uh, but you guys were the forerunners of this whole concept. Now they're like fishing crews all over oh, the yeah. wo- all over the world. <laughs> Who came up with this concept of cast crew of it being well, a crew? Since me and Ray fished, we kind of talked about it. I'm like, man, you know, fishing alone kind of sucks. Catch a good one. Nobody to celebrate it with. So it's yeah, kind of like, you know yeah. what? Me and Ray goes, let's go. And it's kind of, we, we toy with the idea. Like, man, we should start, you know, we should form a crew, like a rap group. Yeah. Right? So I, I work with him at, like, Comcast. So I was like, hey, Johnny. He learned. Want to join the crew? Three. Three turns to four. And it just so happened that he knows graphic design. Kind of worked out. And we need a logo. Yeah. Logo came about. And I'm like, okay, music video. Then all of a sudden, apparel. To kind of, okay, this is the crew. Yeah. And then, ever since then, a lot of other individuals along the way that we met, friends. It's like, okay, you want to join the crew? Yeah. Did you, I mean, like looking back on it, did you know then, when all this was coming together, did you know that you were creating a lifestyle brand? And actually creating a new lifestyle for no. people all over the country? No, not, not at, at all. all. We've been blessed. I mean, yeah, we, not at all. We started off trying to make it like a crew, and then now it's like a street skate team. You know, yeah. yeah. You know, skaters go out, and there's like two or three of them, and they're just shredding and grinding all over the place. Yeah. So that's the same thing we started. We just got out there, and we we're fishing together. And then as you get more people, you know, it's more fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. It's like if you're skating by yourself or fishing by yourself, you can say, yeah, I caught that five-pounder. But if nobody's there, you can't celebrate it. It's not really that great. Yeah. It's all. Try to take a selfie with a five-pounder, you know? It's, yeah. It's, uh, it's that kind. So when you go out with your you know, with your boys and stuff like that, it's great, you know? Yeah. Did you, did you guys all start fishing, like, from the bank and yeah. walk yeah. in the rivers and stuff? Ponds, yeah. Yeah, just pond hopping. Yeah. See, I see a problem with that because if I went fishing with Mike, I would never get first cast on anything. <laughs> <laughs> Never. He would, that's hard part about bank fishing. I mean, you can't, you know, you see that log coming up down. I mean, you start fast walking and, you know, <laughs> right. all of a sudden you're a speed walker. Got to get that first cast in. So that, that, that's the tricky part. So do you guys like when you do, do you have like events where like all everybody you like you invite people to come or is yeah. you guys just keep it with your small crew? Or? Well, a lot of people hit us up on the social media and we start meeting people and Hey, you know, where are you guys fishing at? And we'll, you know, give them an update and let them know to come out. And if we bu- even if we bump into people, you know, we'll talk to them and they'll Speak come up, up to us, which is... Uh, you have to have it jammed in your mouth like this. Yeah, the social media has helped us out, you know, as far as getting the crew bigger and just, you know, spreading the word out. So people will hit us up and be like, hey, are you guys going to be fishing today? You know, do you mind if you join? Sure, you know. And, you know, I've taught people stuff. They've taught me stuff. I've learned a lot of stuff out there. So we do we do, do that. That's yeah. that's awesome. Well, I know, that, like like that, Chicago, man, that's, you guys had a tough classic out there. I didn't I didn't fish that Chicago classic. It was tough. How, it was tough. How, I, I've seen some videos. I've seen some fish actually get caught out of the Chicago area. So Good fishing. Yeah, yeah I mean, you the, the classic was there at a bad time, right? It was there in the summer when the fish we, were out in the lake. We were there in the summer, and we were there pre-exotics, pre, you know, right <laughs> on the cusp before the zebra mussels, before the gobies. Okay. So, you know, what it was in 2000, it's totally different 15, 16 years later, you know, like all the Great Lakes. Right. It's coming. It's, it's boomed it's the boomed. smallmouth population. Yeah, it's, it's been great. The small uh, smallmouth fishing has been awesome. And we got uh, two of the guys in the crew, JP and then Ryan. The dynamic duel, that's what we call them. And they're out there slaying smallmouth. I mean, they get out there in the spring, fall, mm-hmm. summer, and they're out there. And then right off the bank, right off the beach, you know, right behind the skyline. I mean, it's unbelievable. And, I mean, nice quality smallmouth. 
tournament quality. So wow, that that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, we have it here in Philadelphia. We catch bass right right in the city limits. It's so rare to be able to do that. You yeah, know, you guys definitely have that there. That's yeah. pretty cool. Hey, let me remind everybody. We want to hear from you. If you want to send a question or a comment to Cast Crew. Please hit us up. You can hit us right up on the Twitter feed. It's brand new. Hashtag Ike Live, and your question or comment will go live. Ray, I want to I want to turn to you because we met. How long ago did we meet? It's a long, long time ago. We, we met, met at a show. We Chicago. met at ICAST. Yeah. Oh, actually, at ICAST. We met at ICAST. Rosemont. Rosemont first. Yeah. No, oh. I, oh yeah, that's why I wasn't oh, right. at the Rosemont show. You got you met them before. Okay. Um, yeah. At the Rosemont show. Okay. Yep. And that's when uh, we uh, passed you, who was it? The, the first shirt. The angler shirt. shirt. The angler shirt. Yeah. yeah. That was our first, uh, you were our first um, giveaway. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> like, man, we got to give this to this guy. You know, uh, kind of like us. So we've known each other for, for a lot of years So that was now. 2012. Yeah. Early 2012. Yeah. And I got to tell you, the one thing that early on that I saw, and, and I tell you the guys this all the time. But what I see, what you're doing, what Cast Crew's doing, and a lot of these other crews that have popped up, is you guys are actually growing the sport. You're doing that. Has that sunk in to you guys yet? That that I mean, do you act? Do you know? Like, is that something you think about? Because you know, I want to get your take on it. But but in my opinion, the sport was kind of dying for a lot of segments of young anglers, untraditional young anglers, and you guys are growing it now. Oh, is yeah. that do you realize that? Is that something you think about every day? Not really. I mean, you know what? I guess I guess a little bit because from and I know Pete when you asked about if we do any like uh, tournaments or any competition stuff, you know, from Cast Crew we started Cast Nation, which is a a bass our bass club. Yeah. And uh, as a you know it, it it started in 2012 with like a dozen guys, and up till now. It's grown to about 40 guys in the club. Yep. And, you know, we, we fished a Wisconsin Federation. It was ran by, you know, Ryan Whitaker and Chip Goy. Those those two guys have been taking care of that thing like nobody's business. Yeah. They've been on point with everything, and they've just been, I mean, the, it's been growing. Yeah. It's you know, basically and, uh, to give a chance to people like us, uh, how we started, to get into the tournaments, you know, yeah. and see how it is, you know, yeah. for money. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah, I mean, what I what I see, I see, you know, from a standpoint of, like, young guys um, wanting to get into the sport, you know, there's always an element of wanting to relate to somebody mm-hmm. and seeing somebody, even if it's from afar, seeing somebody that's like you or somebody that you want to be like. And I think you guys are, you know, you, you don't realize, but you're role models for a lot of young kids coming up who, I'm serious, I'm serious. You guys are. I'll take it. It's amazing, you know, because to me, you know, you've got a, a large demographic of, of young people getting involved in sport that are from traditional fishing areas. But a lot of the, a lot of like untraditional areas, you know, city centers, you know, suburb, you know, kids that can't relate to a guy in the South, you know, the, the. It's not cool. Yeah, it's not cool, right? Yeah. It's not cool. That you know, they don't listen to hip hop, it's country mm-hmm. western, nothing against that, but it's different. So for a young kid that listens to hip hop or skates and he sees the cast crew movement, that inspires him. It does. It's an that's an amazing thing. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. If if people if if kids or anyone else can pick up on the sport from what we do, I mean, that's something that we definitely appreciate. I mean, it's something that we never expected yeah. for anyone to even look at us like that yeah. and, and follow, you know, anything that we've done or put out. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely a blessing to be able to pass that on. Yeah. Have you guys ever been in a tournament and had someone ask what's your favorite uh, country western song? No. <laughs> and you just looked at it with a big question mark. Her? <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me a, a Blake Shelton hit? I'm sorry. You can. I'll tell you uh, a Billy Ray Cyrus hit. Billy Ray. <laughs> Dave, I, I see you looking like you have a. You got some? Yeah, yes. Brian Carpenter? Oh, okay. He just has gas. Back hold, there. hold on, Mike. Just to give you a heads up. Yeah. So you literally told me at about 5:56. Yes. That we were doing away with I am and going with the Twitter feed. Right. I have to give Dave a Twitter lesson. Oh, okay. Dave doesn't even have a... Uh, where are you going? 
Go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even have a voicemail set up on his cell phone. Wow! <laughs> Dave! So, so, just give us some time back here. Okay. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Well, I forgot you were technologically challenged. I, <laughs> ignorant. Yeah. Te- technologically ignorant. Yeah, when did you get your first cell phone? Was it week I had a phone. I had a cell phone before any of you guys. Yeah, but it was a fl- it was like a flip phone. It was, but I had one. Then I then I then I realized the perils of it. Got away from it. Was quite happy without having one for the longest time, till I was guilted into getting one a few years back. <laughs> now, now he's getting guilted into Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know the irony of that, Dave, is we, you were talking about a casting reel, bait casting. The irony of that is you were the first one back in the day when we were young to fish a bait casting reel. That's right. And now all these years later, you're the last to get a cell phone. That's right. <laughs> What's behind that? Hey, man. Joe Montana couldn't kick very far, could he? Still one of the greatest. I mean, it doesn't make me a, you know. I don't know about that analogy. I love it. I don't know about that analogy at all. You, you tried to corner him and he came back. I know. Hey, no, but we, uh, Harry Vogel uh, sent a message in. He said, thanks for having Menudo on the show. Where's the last member? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the washroom. <laughs> awesome. Typical Ike Live fan, Ballbuster. Thank you very much for that. Uh, so I, I want to get into a little bit about um, what what's next. I mean, you know, it, to me, I watch this progression about you guys created something that wasn't there. You grew it into this lifestyle, lifestyle brand in a lifestyle. And so wh- what's next? What's well, the, what's next? I kind of look at it like the Wu-Tang Clan of the fishing community. Yeah. Okay. So you have, like, different people that have different specialties and different styles come together like we have people who make jigs people who do plastics you know and we we kind of use it as a platform for them and 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 we uh we promote them right you know and that's kind of like what we're doing so far i mean and we we have a big uh we have a big conglomerate of people that yeah. come together yeah it's, it's yeah and it is it is a big conglomerate because mm-hmm. it's cast crew is not just chicago based mm-hmm. it's it's countrywide it's, nationwide it's worldwide. it's worldwide it's worldwide and you told me you just gave the headphones away but you told me a funny story about when you were at sema oh, oh. yeah right past the headphones back because i want to hear this you told me a funny story at sema Somehow you track down another cast crew guy from Japan. Well, okay, so he has a clothing brand in Japan. Okay, so he's yeah. he's a f- like one of our buddies. Yeah, you know, and uh, we've been talking online just because you know we respect their brand, they respect our brand, yeah. so we send stuff and we actually um, sponsor some of their tournaments in Japan. Yeah, like send some stuff. So, anyways, I I was at SEMA for my job and I saw that he was there posting up pictures. So I'm like, oh my god, let's uh let's let's get together. Yeah, he's like, I'm here. He took a picture. So I, I go over there, and uh, I, I got this app just because, uh, you know, I don't speak Japanese. So um, you talk into it, and it responds to Japanese, yeah. whatever your it translates. Yeah. yeah. So I go over there, and the thing is totally wrong. <laughs> We're just, like, smiling at each other. <laughs> you know, it, it was pretty awkward, but it was still yeah. cool because... I mean, we still took our pictures together. We we know who each other are. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's it's cool because you know fishing is the glue to all all of these. You know. It is. Yeah. It, it really is. And no, Pete, I know you you've drawn Japanese anglers in, in tournaments you fished. I have too. Mm-hmm. And it's true, right? When there's like a language barrier, that passion of of fishing, of a true fish head, breaks the language barriers, doesn't it? It did for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you can even communicate to a certain level, even though you, you know, you can't speak either one's language. But, uh, you know, in in, sh- in a very short amount of time, you can figure out whether you're going to go flipping or pitching or cranking, yeah. and you know, you know, everybody quickly dials in into that. And uh, I just had a, a Chinese guy in, in the boat uh, with me the other day, and the same thing. Uh, you know, it, it, it's amazing. That that's what ties us all together. That's the thing that uh, that that we all have in common. You know, but, yeah, uh, you, and you can break down language barriers really easy, except when we had Marizu and Cajun <laughs> Baby <laughs> sitting on that couch right there. Uh, that was hard to break those. <laughs> Brian, I gotta uh, jump in. The dialect between Marizu and Cajun Baby during that show. Could you understand a word, any word they were saying? Oh, it was the best. (laughs) (laughs) You had me at hello. (laughs) (laughs) What a show. Two opposite ends of the universe. Opposite ends of the universe. That was an awesome show. Yeah, that was fun. 
let, let me remind you, if you're just tuning in, we have an amazing group of guys, cast crew, in the house tonight from Chicago. Uh, if you've got a question or comment, we want to hear from you. Hit us up on our Twitter feed now, and if you hashtag Ike Live, your question or comment will come up. And let me remind you that in the last hour of the show... We're going to put up a toll-free number. We're going to wild out. We're going to wild out. We're actually going to take some callers, yep, yep. And, and it's going to it's going to get good. Uh, do you have a – I'm going to put you on the spot. Sure. Do you have a uh, – gr- gr- growing up, as you got into this sport and you started to get into it, did you have a hero of the sport? Do you have somebody that you looked at and said, you know, God, this is, this is a guy that inspires me? Because I know I did. Like, growing up for me, it was like – from a TV standpoint, it was like, you know, Bill Dance and, and those very iconic guys – and then, like, from a tournament standpoint, it was guys like Clun and Gary Klein and Dan- Denny Brower. Those guys uh, inspired me. Did, did you have a personal inspiration? I had a, I had a couple. Yeah. You being one of them and KVD. Me and Kevin. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. You put yeah. us in the same group. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you put me on the spot, though. No, that's awesome. Thank And thank you for that. Thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, that's definitely. Vince, who was your inspiration? Um, I I really didn't have one. I just enjoyed fishing, and then once once these guys uh, got us back together, I did start watching you, and that, that's the only reason why, you know, that's why we approached you at the first show, yeah. and that's, you know, I don't know, because we can awesome. relate. That's the only, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you, you were definitely one of them, and then uh, I think it was 2012, I think uh, Skeet Reese was one guy that I followed a lot. He yep. had this awesome season where he was just winning tournaments yeah. and he was racking up points. And I think he won Angler of the Year that year. Yeah. And he was he was on a roll. Yeah, and he was I red was, hot he, for a little yeah, while. Yeah, he red was. Hot. And I was watching him. I'm like, this was a stud. He's just killing it. You know, every tournament, you know, catching fish. And I'm like. Dancing. Yeah. Yeah, he was either catching fish, he was either dancing, chicks were shoving dollar bills down his pants. Something was happening that year. You know what I mean? Techno. Techno. <laughs> Techno is happening. Techno is happening. Del? I think you, um, just because of, like, City Limit, when you had that TV show, yeah. it was kind of like, oh, man, that's kind of like our motivation. Like, man, let's do something, you know? Like, yeah. you catch stuff. Yeah, City Limit Chicago was pretty yeah. cool. It was yeah, awesome. That was awesome, yeah. That uh, was awesome. It was awesome. And we're yeah. going to come back and do a part two. We already been chatting about that. Absolutely. Yeah. You're definitely welcome. Come down. Yeah. It'll be a good time. It's we'll involve some other guys, and it'll be a blast. It'll be it's an gonna, awesome show. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Uh, what we're going to do... Uh, yes, Brian the Carpenter? Go ahead, dude. I think you're on to it. Okay. Uh, what I was going to say is what we're going to do right here is we're just about an hour in, and we're going to take a short break, and I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Um, do you want to take us out here during the break with a little little oh. spinning? And, and, this, and this is interesting because normally a break... We take a break, and we all kind of leave, and you don't see us for about five or ten minutes. But what we're going to do on this break is we're going to take about a five-minute break, and we're going to let the guys from Casco spin a little bit, do a little DJing while we break. So stay with us. When we come back, more with the guys from Cast Crew and a big introduction of Dave and Pete's weight. <laughs> when we come back, Ike Live, stay with us. Wow. 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 Wow.